One down, 99 left to go. As you know, if you've been paying attention to what we're doing, I'm looking to help 100 entrepreneurs this year. I'm looking to help 100 entrepreneurs increase the value of their business using the Emily Now platform where we can do a business health check, we can quickly figure out where a business is at, and then what needs to be done to get them to where they're trying uh, to get to, which is ultimately to build a valuable business. Well, I was able to get the first one done uh, almost a week and a half ago. So it's been a little bit since I've provided an update and I'm not going to provide an update every single time I do one, but I would like to provide an update kind of every 10 days or so and let you know how it's going. So this first one was particularly interesting because it's led to some other opportunities. Um, but let me give you paint the paint the picture for you a little bit. So this particular entrepreneur has uh, owned the business for about uh, eight or nine years and he purchased it from um, his brother and a brother's friend and so now he's the sole owner of the business and you know he's got about 20 people they do millions of dollars a year in uh, revenue and like every entrepreneur that hits this particular level he's now trying to figure out how do I get to the next level because I realize what got me here isn't going to get me there so we were able to go through his business health check we were able to see where his business was off track a little bit and, and, and what needed to be done in order to get it back on track. And so now each month when we review the financial statements, um, yeah, he's going to have uh, a benchmark of where he's trying to get to and understand where he started from. But what was interesting in doing this particular business health check that I didn't really anticipate is we started talking a little bit about why he runs the business. Why did he buy out his partners? Why is he looking at doing some of the things that he's got on deck this year? And he didn't really know. And I think that that's the case with most entrepreneurs. I think sometimes you start a business because you've got a particular product or a service or, or you want freedom or, or, or there's something that says, you know what, I'm going to go and do this because I think it's going to be worth it. But once you get out of the trenches and you, and you bring your head up above water, it begs the question, well, why am I doing this? Why, why do I want to build this particular business? So in this case, I was able to chat with this fellow and we were able to kind of get down to a place where he said, look, I don't want to be doing this particular business until the day I die. In fact, if I was doing it for another decade, for maybe 15 years, that would be perfect. But then what I'd like to do is I'd like to go fishing. I'd like to go hunting. I'd like to have a hunting cabin where I could, you know, I can take people, I can take clients, I can enjoy um, the backside of, of my life. Um, and this business to me is really just a means to an end. And so as we got talking about it and I challenged him and said, well, you know, after you've gone fishing a thousand times or hunting a thousand times, then, then what? So we started peeling back the layers and he said, you know, honestly, there are a bunch of things in this world I think I'd like to contribute to. He says, you know, I'm not really the guy to get involved in social causes. I donate my, I donate, really don't donate my time or my effort, but if my business was successful, I would have no problem providing funding. And then he listed off some of the particular social causes that he would be a part of. So he said, you know what? Maybe this business can be built to be an ATM machine. Maybe, maybe I can build up this business, sell it to management or a major piece of it to management so I can take some money off the table. But then the business now runs to provide for its community, to provide for the community that we happen to do business in. And so it was almost like he was hearing himself say this out loud for the very, very first time. 
And, and I think it's important to realize that, you know, I can do a business health check. I can do a hundred of them. I can help a hundred entrepreneurs increase the value of their business this year. The platform that we do it on can be amazingly successful. But then the question becomes why, why does an entrepreneur want to do all of these things? And so this was kind of my first opportunity even though I've talked about this for two decades with entrepreneurs, it was a very intentional conversation to say, look, if we're going to be doing these health checks for you, if we're going to be updating your business results, if we're going to be trying to get your business somewhere, it has to have context. Why are we doing this? Are we going to go public one day? Is this just going to be converted to a family trust and you, you hope to give it to your kids? Is it like you said, you want to sell it to management and then use the funds to maybe do something else? And it's not to say that all of those things are going to happen necessarily, but here's what will happen. If you don't have the goal in mind, way, way out in the distance, then you're definitely not going to get to where you want to be. And the business becomes more of a job instead of an investment. And when we looked at his business health check results, you know, much again, much like most, you know, entrepreneurs will say, yeah, my business is good. We do this. We, we net this. I think everything's okay. As we looked at the results, it became apparent that yeah, his business is okay. It's not great. You know, he wanted to grow it. And I sort of suggested to him that, um, not sort of suggested, I strongly suggested that now would not be the right time to grow because his, his business uh, doesn't really support the case for it. In fact, he would be better to let some customers grow, increase his margin, strengthen out his bottom line before he looked at, at maybe taking on an additional facility or adding more staff to the mix. So we got talking about all of that. And then I found myself having a conversation with him about why he wants a stable business in the first place. Why do you, why does an entrepreneur want a healthy business? So on the one end, we got talking about kind of the big picture stuff and now that helps us understand mathematically what his business needs to do over the next decade or decade and a half before he looks at exiting so that the, the business can can produce the result needed but then we got talking about his staff and his employee and, and again he was you know sort of boasting a little bit about how busy they were and how there's been lots of overtime but then we're coming back from lunch and he says you know my staff are really gassed out and i looked at him i said see this is why you want to have a healthy business that's stable. I said, it's great that people get paychecks. It's amazing that people get paychecks, but just like we're going through this entire exercise to understand where you want to get your business, your staff can either be resources that you look to maximize and leverage, or they can be part of where this business is going. So for example, if you're looking at having your management purchase the business from you over the next decade or decade and a half, then you want to build for them a business where when they're out at little Johnny's soccer game on Wednesday night, they're not worrying about whether or not the business is going to survive. It's great that people want to put in overtime and work really hard, but at some point the business has, has to stop gassing out its employees. So if your financial bottom line is somewhat thin, chances are really good that the gas or the energy or the interest that your staff have in the business is probably really thin as well. Most people will show up to the job because they have to. Some will have the luxury of not having to show up, but they will show up. But for the most part, they will do it 
out of obligation or out of responsibility. But if they can work for a healthy company that's stable, where, where it has good margins, it has great customer relationships, that the customers aren't benefiting disproportionately from the business, and I'll, I'll explain that in a minute, then the staff will contribute more than the hours that you pay them for. They will contribute in the level of service that they provide. They will ultimately contribute to the experience that your business delivers to customers or clients and ultimately that makes your business really valuable. Now, as a small business, you can gas out your employees and leverage them to try and get to where you're going. And if you've got thin margins in your business um, and your staff are working really hard and you've got lots of people doing lots of different jobs, that's okay. But if they're putting in more hours than, than what they should be putting in, then you gotta figure out how to get your business to a healthy place. A healthy place is where employees don't need to work overtime consistently for a long time. And, and businesses go up and down, I get that. There's peaks and there's valleys, but as a business owner, you've gotta know your business well enough to say we're stable, we've got healthy margins, we've got cash in the bank, if we didn't take that job or if we didn't take that customer, it's not the end of the world. And if we find that we're gassing ourselves out, let's reevaluate the customers that we're serving and the prices that we're charging. But on the other end, you want to have a healthy and stable business as an indication that you're not leaving more value on the table than what you're giving. What I mean is this, someone, some businesses will say, look, we're the lowest provider of X. And as a result, we get lots and lots of business. But the truth is, if you're the lowest provider of X and you're not Walmart, that may not be the best position to be in. There is a cost of doing business. Everybody knows that. Products cost a certain amount. Services cost a certain amount. And businesses have an expectation of doing business and incurring costs to do business. If your business happens to be that much cheaper and lower priced than everybody else and you're competing solely on price, then what you're doing is you're allowing your customers or your clients to disproportionately benefit from the loss that you're taking. Quick example, if every other product in the market costs $150, and businesses are used to paying $150. Then your business comes in and says, we're gonna deliver it for $100, and all of a sudden you scoop a bunch of the business. You have, in effect, taken a $50 loss on something that you were prepared to take a loss on because you wanted all of the business, but now all of those customers that are coming to you, they get to add $50 to their bottom line because you were prepared to take $50 away from your bottom line. Now, I'm not going to expound on this a whole lot today because I think I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in the coming weeks, but just be careful. Just be careful that your business isn't, in this case, like, like, I, like this particular client, your business isn't so cheap that you're gassing out your bottom line, you're gassing out your staff, and everyone is really just coming in every day to make work. No one's really building any value. And the reason no one's building any value is because there's no value to be, to be built. You're giving it all away. In this particular case, it, it highlighted that there were some simple things that we could do to quickly get margins a little higher than where they are without a lot of friction and ultimately start providing a more stable financial uh, business that employees can feel confident with because your, your staff aren't dumb. I mean, they get what's going on. They know if, if everyone's maxed out and everyone's coming in early and leaving late and no one's having a good time, um, but they're getting paid and so they don't really complain too much. But but that's not a stable business. That's not a healthy business. Remember, your staff are showing up to get a paycheck, but guess what? Your business is also a means to an end for them. They have dreams, they have hopes. 
Maybe they want to buy an RV. Maybe they want to go on that family vacation. Maybe they want to start a business one day and they're using your business as a means to get there. So you can choose to look at your business through that lens. You can say, look, everyone that's showing up here today, um, yeah, they're here for the paycheck. I get that, but guess what? I'm the owner of the business. I'm here for the paycheck as well. Paycheck meaning not every other week, but I'm building something that I hope to cash out of one day. But now that we all recognize that, let's all work together to get to where we're going. So the entrepreneur gets to where they're going and the staff use the business as a stepping stone to get to where they're going. And if the business is healthy and it has a, a stable foundation beneath it, then that's called a win-win-win. So there's lots of different things that you can think about as you, as you listen to this podcast or as you watch this on YouTube. If you're an entrepreneur, build a healthy business, okay? If you've got a business that's just a job and it just exists to maybe kick out a little bit of money at the end of the year, if that's what you want, awesome. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can actually build something of value that will that will have a disproportionate payoff for the time and energy invested if you're prepared to steward your business properly. So I got the first one out of the way, massive, massive learning, lots of things uh, to share in the coming weeks. And I'm anticipating with the next dozen or so that I've got on deck that it's going to be about the same thing. This is why I'm doing this this year. I'm trying to find 100 entrepreneurs that I can personally help increase the value or the business value for. And I'm doing that because I've got 20 years of making all the mistakes. So I certainly can't tell you what to do. I can only tell you what not to do based on my experience. And that list is really long, by the way. But at the end of the day, I think that to the extent that another business survives and an entrepreneur is, is thriving, that our communities are better places and ultimately we can we can uh, build better businesses and have, have some more stability in a world that seems really, really fluid. So keep checking in um, as I keep posting this stuff. Would love to hear your comments. Um, I'm giving away a bunch of health checks as well. So if it turns out that you'd like one, reach out to me, direct message on, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, on Twitter, wherever you find us in the social space, send us a message. I'll make sure that you get your business health check for free. And um, at the very minimum, make sure that you're building a healthy business because it really does matter. Build something of value. Otherwise, go and do something else because life is just too short to grind it out and not have a lot to show for it at the end of the day. So thanks for tuning in. Um, my ask of you would be, now if you've made it this far, that you would like, share, comment, do something with this content on your own social feeds because then it has an opportunity to get in front of another entrepreneur who might really be be dying to hear content like this. They maybe they're they maybe they're like you and they've started their business or their business is at a certain level. They want to get it to the next level. But guess what? All the entrepreneurs, we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to, you know, capitalize on an opportunity in the marketplace, hopefully leave the world in a better place than when we showed up. And um, to the extent that you can share and engage with this content somehow, like it, share it comment on it, what have you, then it'll have legs and you may save uh, an entrepreneur's life, believe it or not. So again, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next uh, on the next update and I uh, certainly appreciate um, all of your participation so far.